All right, gentlemen, are we ready to rumble? special to say. Uh, Wookie is, uh, is feeling poor uh, today. He's been having some health issues. We wish him a speedy recovery and a quick return to the episodes. Um, today we are talking about uh, the, the, I don't know, like the prototypical, archetypical geek argument it's the one that everyone kind of that, that that comes up more often than anything else. Anytime two, one or more fandoms collide, <laughs> who would win in a fight? Um, our basic ground rules are as follows: we all have to know what we're talking about. We all have to know the people we're talking about. Um, and aside from that. That's about it. <clears throat> yeah. We're, not go we're going to avoid arguments like, well, you know, Batman from the Silver Age would be like this, but Batman from the Dark Age would be like, no, it's just, it's Batman. It's zeitgeist characters, I right. would say. And we can always clarify if there's like an obvious, you know, yeah. Something that needs to be stated, like, you know. Or something we feel needs to be. Like, which Spider Man are we talking about here? Yeah. Are we which Venom are we talking about here? Yeah. That's important, but to get into the minutiae, we can skip that. Yeah. yeah. Are we talking Ben Graham or are we talking. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> so, oddly enough, we went with villain fights to start with. I think yeah. they're more interesting for the most part. Yeah, we got. We got a couple villain fights and one villain versus superhero fight, but I think we ought to start with the more interesting of them, uh, which was actually Ben's idea initially. <clears throat> Who would take over a city faster? And we started. We got down to was it was Doom versus it, Kingpin to start. With. Well, that was what we first said, but I feel like Doom would, might just. I thought the more interesting conversation would be Kingpin versus Lex Luthor. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because they're both Because they're, they're both, both very similar to each other. Yeah, they're both they're both they're both more metropolitan criminal masterminds, whereas Doom is more of the taking over the world. Yeah, they're they're industry magnates. I feel like they're they're kind of uh, they're kind of uh, mirror images of one another in the sense that um, Kingpin they're both bald. They're both white. Well, I mean, those are pretty superficial, but yes. Um, Kingpin, he does the he he will do the, the legitimate stuff to further the criminal stuff, whereas Lex Luthor uses criminal stuff to further the quote unquote legitimate stuff, like the business legal aspect, not necessarily moral, but legal way of doing things is what Luthor's all about usually. 
Whereas it's the exact opposite with Kingpin, where everyone kind of knows he is the Kingpin, but there ain't shit they can do about it. Right. So it's kind of like this different, you know, approach that has roughly the same result. Right. So I think that's interesting. And Luther, see, Luther started off as a businessman and then kind of went bad. Whereas Kingpin started off on the streets and worked his way up and became, you know, basically had to become a businessman in order to do something with all the money he had. That's the other thing, too. It's kind of an opposite trajectory. He Luther started as a businessman and then really got his hands dirty, whereas Kingpin started with his hands dirty as shit in the streets and then kind of right. elevated himself up to quote-unquote businessman. Exactly. Or CEO, even. Yeah. And I think, you know, in, in terms of, you know, if we, if we throw them both into a city but assume they both have their companies, um... Well, I thought the, the, Sorry, I was mixing a drink. The, the, uh, the premise was going to be that they're starting from nothing, I thought. Starting from nothing, then I would have to go with Kingpin. Pure and simple. He's got the survival instincts. He's got... He's always been... You know, I mean, he, he started off as a... They both started in the gutter. They actually both absolutely started in the gutter. But what's now, Kingpin started out as a criminal, whereas Luthor started out like... Started out in, like in a mailroom, ah. right? And that's that's where I think that's where I think Kingpin. If they're both starting from zero, they're both showing. Oh up, yeah, that's good. Both starting up, showing the same in the same city, you know, or in, and starting from nothing to take over the criminal side. Kingpin would Kingpin would have it. Yeah. Well, I'm saying having supreme influence over a city because, doesn't matter what kind of influence, just supreme influence. Yeah. And the thing is, both of them actually have very similar trajectories. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why it's an interesting uh, conversation, especially if they're yeah. both trying to take over the same city at the same time. Yeah. Because <laughs> they will run into each other. Right. Yeah. Uh, to answer the question, by the way, what am I drinking tonight? I've uh, got uh, some lemon lemon blackberry lemonade. If you guys want to throw a sponsorship my way, I'm, I'm, I'm game. Um, <laughs> Down for that. Good stuff. Uh, Mixed with some slow gin. I checked with my dentist. I can start drinking alcohol again. Yay. <laughs> and he had, but of course... I had to take a 25% hit to my wisdom stat to do, in order to, to be able to get... But back to that's why you had to go with the slow gin. Because anything else was smarter than you. <laughs> get out of my house. <laughs> well, I could go with it. You had to chase the third evil bald man enters the fray. Yes. <laughs> so we've seen what I could do when I put my mind to influencing. <laughs> it's a good thing neither of them are named Ben. Right? Yeah. Once we uh, if we ever hit twenty dollars, if we ever hit twenty dollars on Patreon, I will release the audio files that lets you know what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, I, I still think it would go to Kingpin um, because he is more ruthless earlier. That's true. Really, the thing that made Lex Luthor, I mean, Lex Luthor was definitely retconned at, at, at one point to have an evil past, like murdered his parents yeah. for the insurance money to be able to start up his own small business. Um, Honestly, I think he's a more interesting character without that. Yeah, I always liked... The banality of evil and all that, you know? Well, I always liked... Well, Lex Luthor is a very interesting... I've... Lex Luthor is another another reason why I don't like uh, Super Orphan Fight. (laughs) 
Well, because Lex Luthor is an interesting and engaging villain. Yeah, when he's not in that movie. Yeah, because yeah, when, when, when he's not played by Jesse play. Eisenberg, when he's not being idiot. played as the Joker by Jason by Jesse Eisenberg, <laughs> right? Because yeah. that was, he was being the joke. He was the Joker. Yeah, and I, I you know, right, let's not get bogged down in the Super Earth. But no, yeah. uh, but but to to get back on track, what I like about Lex is he is a self-made man and is an ultra-humanist. Like, right. the main reason he opposes Superman is because he is, is because Superman is antithetical to his philosophy, right. which, is that hum, which is that humanity needs to pull itself up by its own damn bootstraps. Right. Yeah. As opposed to being saved by the Ubermensch. Right. He's, yeah, his whole thing is like, Oh, this is a savior we don't need. Yeah. This is a savior right. that should GTFO so that we can realize our potential. Yes. Right. It's like, you know, yeah. He's actually a much more nuanced villain. Oh, absolutely. Him. That's why I find him so interesting. He, and, right. You know, he he doesn't, uh, of all the villains that view themselves as the hero, I think he's a great example. Like, he's like, that is damn good. I, I'm doing what is, well, I'm doing what needs to be done. Yeah. And everyone else is just too blind to see it. Yeah. And it's the whole idea of being a martyr, <coughs> which is ironic because Superman is often this messianic figure yeah. who is viewed as a martyr, where he views himself as a martyr because not only might he die, like Superman might die or whatever, but his reputation is like, mm-hmm. he's willing to assume, you know, be viewed as the evil one the whole time. Yeah. It's just like the yeah. whole Batman thing, right? You know, I'll be whatever they need me to be. And here's, here's <laughs> another reason why I wouldn't just immediately give it a kingpin. Lex Luthor is a super genius. Like, right. gets thrown into prisons and denied everything because he has used those things to escape in the past. At this point, like, it, 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 at least uh, in one comic I read at one point in time, he's thrown into a prison where he doesn't get a mattress or sheets or chair or table. He's a pillow, pen, and paper. And it is revealed that he absolutely has like 12 different plans that would that involve him using the pillow, the pen, and the paper to escape. But he doesn't want to go through with those plans because then the next time he gets thrown in prison, he won't get pen, paper, or pillow. <laughs> <laughs> so he's evil MacGyver. Yes. Yeah. By the same token, we've seen um, the kingpin get thrown into prison and just take over the prison. And take over the prison, oh, sure. you know. And then, some prisons don't have that option, you know. Like, depends on the type of prison. Yeah, a little bit. Anyway, to get back on track to the main idea here, I mean, I we're kind of waxing poetic because Lex is an interesting character, but... Yes, he is. Uh, so I, would, I would vote Lex myself, <clears throat> and here's why. I feel like he has more vision than Kingpin on a larger scale. Now, granted, I know the, the premise well, is, just, Kingpin, the, is just the Because this is actually important. Um, because if you're mostly thinking the vision of Kingpin from the Daredevil miniseries, uh, like Netflix, uh, I mean, he is that is that Darede- that Kingpin, while he is running everything, is is not very ambitious actually. You know, I think of more of the classic comics. Kingpin. Yeah, that was yeah. He wants to run the entirety of New York, all the gangs. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> because that, yeah, the the Daredevil. The, uh, the I Netflix. love what they did with that Dare, with that Kingpin, oh, yeah, but right. he is a very, but he's a radically different interpretation yeah. of the Kingpin than usual. Right. Which actually, the way they wrote him is actually um, somewhat similar to Lex in the sense that he thinks he's doing these terrible things for some sort of weird. Uh, ethereal, ethereal, greater good. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, See, and, <clears throat> but I, I 
the reason I would give it <clears throat> if we're talking about taking over a city right. um, because you know hey I want to become mayor you you know you, you would have to hand that to Lex Luthor yeah um, hey I'm going to secretly run the entire city I'm going to take care of all the crime um, you know and all the money is going to belong to me. <sighs> I would say you, it would go to Kingpin. It's like, hey, I'm going to be the Kingpin versus, hey, I'm going to be the president. Exactly. It's like <laughs> the masked lord of Wadjajib, masked lords versus the open lord. Mm-hmm. That's why I am going to cop out on the initial uh, on the initial fight and leave it tied. I would be willing to grant you a slight voting, edge to Luther. With you voting for Luther or you voting for Kingpin, my argument is they'd team up and take over the city together. Yeah, but eventually one's gonna betray one, and yeah, we're back to square one. And if we're going, yeah, if we're going, and and if I'm going down that route where they team up, Luthor's going to win the double cross. Yeah, no doubt. Super genius. Enough said. And then here, here's here's how that's gonna. I think I think the argument is actually they both lose because they both double cross each other too effectively. Well, yeah, right, exactly. Because well, if Luthor, because if Luthor double crosses the kingpin. That throws the kingpin back down in his own. Oh, don't throw me down in you know in that briar patch, uh, well, I, <laughs> because I think, eventually kingpin's going to come back and take over again. I feel like Luther's followers are more loyal than kingpin's. Mm-hmm. I feel like kingpin rules more by fear and brute force, whereas Luther has this like ideology and this vision that inspires people. Yeah, like I the would, whole humanist versus giving, yeah. you know aliens and heroes and whatever metas and all that. I would be giving the, the, the edge to Luthor in this fight too. Honestly, not that I won't think King. I'm the real winner because I converted Neil. <laughs> no, I was just trying to play devil's advocate and leave, and leave it hung. Yeah, well, see, like I yeah. said, in, in, in the yeah, I think it would end up being the eternal, an eternal cycle between the two of them. Yeah. Well, there's an odd number of us, so it's a perfect time to not have you know a tie. <laughs> we we haven't you know. So on the tiebreaker vote, is that it? Well, who, well whomever no, I, disagrees is. I would honestly say it's really totally separate. Separate. But Ben is right. It would be, it would be a, a cyclical struggle more than anything else. Yeah, I, I would say to be fair, I believe that Kingpin may be more effective at the beginning stages of gaining control, but Luther would most definitely be better to hold control, sustain control. Meanwhile, Daredevil and uh, Superman would be like, oh, I'll just leave them to do their own shit. Yeah. So yeah, uh, round one goes to Luthor, I guess. Yeah. And not that we're doing this in a bracket or a tournament or anything, yeah, but not really. Fight one. LL Winner. LL Luthor. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get you, Luthor. So who would win in a fight? Doctor Claw or <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Doom? Doctor Doom. Okay, okay, that was easy. Yeah, uh, that was Doctor Doom. Yeah, you know. <laughs> no, who who would win in a fight? Doctor Claw or Skeletor? Inspector Clouseau versus Inspector Gadget. Yeah. <laughs> I give it to Inspector Gadget because he's got more gadgets. Yeah. I think you have to you have to ask yourself: and Is it really been... Inspector Gadget, or is it pinning the dog, saving the fucking day uh, once and again? Yeah, once again. <laughs> because if it's just yeah. Inspector Gadget, he's proper fucked. Yeah. Anybody can kick his ass. He's an idiot. <laughs> well, you know, Penny and the dog are always part of Inspector Gadget, though. Yeah. I you know that's creepy on many levels. So. Let's move on. So, let's see, who are we, who are we throwing? Uh, 
Well, we could always do the John Wick Punisher fight. Yeah, yeah that would be a fun Punisher. fight. That, that's a straight-up fight versus, well, I don't know, there's a lot of mental aspect to that, too, because there's all the, the psych-out, the psyops, and the prep, and, you know, and the you know the battleground. There's, yeah. a, there's a lot of headspace to that, too. If yeah. go into a fight, who would win the Punisher for John Wick? This is John Wick. I, 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 this is also, there needs to be a slight asterisk here. Yeah. This is John Wick with continental resources. That's fair. Because the Punisher is his own continental. Yeah, the Punisher has... Because the Punisher has the battle band. Battle yeah. band, baby. Yeah, Yeah, but uh, John Wick with, with continental resources, that shit's worldwide. Well, no, here's the thing. They're going to a place where they will fight. Right. Potentially with civilians around. Right. Not that either of them gives one flying fuck. Not, Actually, not no, really. that is not true. John Wick has, as I've noted, I've noticed in both movies, zero civilian casualties. That's true. The Punisher, zero civilian casualties. So that would actually matter a lot. It would matter a they huge. They both care. They, it's just not a deal breaker. They're willing to risk it if the you know they're, if it's good. If it's a good enough. enough. See, they're good enough. I think that it's not terrible. Well, there's always a risk. Yeah, there's always a risk. But they're but they're both good enough to go into that and still you know. I don't think it would really be a factor per se. For yeah, fine. the main reason I say with continental resources is so that he can you know have yeah. wine tasting with the sommelier first. Right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> he's like his micro. Yeah. yeah. Um, see, because they're both good with weapons. They're both good with melee combat. Now here's an interesting question. They're both massive determinators, and they're both human. Here's an interesting yeah. question. Can we figure out? Roughly, how long the Punisher's been doing his punishing, and how long Wick did his Hitman thing before he quote unquote retired and then didn't retire so much? There's not a really good answer to either. It's well, very yeah. ethereal, I'm right. Well, I mean, like very vague. John Wick. The the thing I like about John Wick is that they don't make Keanu look young. Right. They make him look his like age. Keanu Reeves at yeah. what fifty something? Forty eight, forty nine. Yeah. Like nearly, yeah, he's or nearly. Yeah, 40. he's about fifty. Yeah. yeah, he's at nearly fifty at least. And Frank Castle, I mean, he was a marine for a long time. Um, and he he fought in Nam. Well, that at least in seven He fought That's in seven He fought in topical war that happened a little bit back. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 <clears throat> Whatever this version needs, basically. Yeah. yeah. Like at this point. If we were rebooted, well, at this point, when we rebooted uh, Frank, he fought in Afghanistan. Right. Yeah, no, yeah. Keanu Reeves, fifty-two. Yeah, Reeves yeah I thought he was early fifties. Yeah. 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 Well, he, he's he's right he's right around that age. Right yeah. around that age. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't gonna say that. Well, <laughs> yeah. Trying to make the audience think you're older. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Out of your house. Well, <laughs> to be fair, I made sandwiches today with a toaster that's older than you. So. <laughs> I love that toaster. <laughs> that cross toaster across the Delaware. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Wick's 70-year-old toaster. Oh, <laughs> sure. See, Wick, yeah. I mean... Now, with Punisher, I guess it really depends on where... Because we also never get told where John Wick got his training. How did he get that good? He was a Marine. No, no, was a Marine. Yeah, that that's the that's the oh, standard. Oh man, okay. That's the standard thought. This makes it an even better fight. That's the standard Marines. thought because yeah, it's almost, in, it's, in John Wick One, let me explain why he was why I said he was Marine. He has 
Uh, well, he doesn't have like the marine uh, anchor and but he's got a big old back tat mm -hmm. that very much looks like a like a specific unit's uh, yeah. logo and and motto of uh, 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 Fortuna um, Fortis Adamat. So the idea is that he was some form of special forces, maybe marine, maybe like force, you know, like marine force recon or yeah. uh, Delta Force, or, yeah, Delta or Green Beret or yeah, something really fucking scary. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> some some right. branch of the military that you don't want to fuck with. Right. right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, See, that kind of puts in a, a different twist. On it. My my initial thought was I might. I might give the edge to Punisher in the sense that... Just because of his training, his formal training? Well, not so much that, but the fact that, from what we know, Wicks, at least his, you know, his boogeyman days, is that it's it tends to be a traditional assassin, show up, quietly kill, get out. Whereas Punisher is like, I have no qualms about turning a fucking neighborhood into a war zone. I will just I will I will fight under any context. I will snipe you from afar. I will stick a knife in your guts right up close. I will kill you with a pistol, a shotgun, and a saw rifle, anything and everything. Yeah, but John Wick once killed three guys in a bar with a pencil. Well, you got me there. Yeah, but <laughs> fucking pencil. Who's <laughs> <laughs> that? John so, Wick does. Uh, yeah. However, we also have the Punisher who killed eight or nine guys in a in a prison hallway yeah. with nothing. You know, start off with nothing. And he got then, a shiv after a while. Right, <laughs> he yeah. got a shiv, and I think he made something. He, yeah, I want to say he got a shiv by getting it stuck in his kidney. Yeah, getting it. That stuck sounds about right. His <laughs> leg, but, and yeah. pulling it out, then using it. Yeah. Right. They're both such hardcore determinators. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's like who would win in a fight: Chuck Norris versus uh, uh, Sega Tassanshiro. The answer is they would fight forever. Uh, <laughs> right. See, I think now if if Wick was a marine, it would be one of those things of you know it'd be one of those things of uh, it would be you know super five brother. Okay, yeah, and they're done. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they fight for a while and they're like, wait a second. Yeah, and then they go out and have a cup, have a few beers. <laughs> yeah, you know, destroy a bar. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they fight for a while. Oh, okay, well, I, plot twist. Yeah. who would win in a bar fight? Oh, uh, between the two of them. Uh, them. <laughs> the yeah, <bar> would lose. <laughs> <laughs> eventually, eventually, someone would get in on that shit, and they'd go back to back. I, you know, it's. I would, I would give a bar fight to Wick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, be partially because of the pencil line. Yeah. Um, he is good at using. Well, and you get to see him cut loose in the bar yeah. in the uh, in the movies. So. Yeah, yeah, he gets to. He is. Yeah. Castle is a tough man, and in that one movie that everyone seems to think was not very good, and I thought was okay. Oh, uh, with the Tommy Jane? 2004 Punisher? Yeah, the one where he fights like, in the apartment complex and yeah. hits the guy with boiling water, and right. oh my god, that, that looked very painful. Yeah, yeah, that hurt me just looking at it. Yeah, um, it, it's obvious that he can fight environmentally, right? Mm -hmm. but he's got nowhere near the environmental fighting chops of John Wick. Yeah, I think right. Wick is the much more MacGyvery of the two. Wick is more precise. That's he is. the reason you can't that's the reason he can kill somebody with a pencil. Right. He's got kind of that bullseye thing going on. Yeah. Uh, well in the in the fight with uh, with um, uh, Gia's uh, bodyguard. Yeah. With Colin? 
Yeah. <laughs> Basically, it was, common it, denominator. Stuck, you know, this, the, you know, the, the blade is stuck, you know, in your aorta. Take it out, and you will bleed to death. Professional courtesy. Yeah, professional courtesy. Um, God, I want to watch that movie again. Such yeah. a good movie. <laughs> And you know, it, when does Tommy uh, Three come out? Not soon enough. You're yeah. right. Not soon enough. Yeah. Um, you know, but we we see examples of exactly how precise. Yeah. You know, uh, the uh, the um, the Bowery King. Uh, yeah. The Bowery ta- talks you know about how he you know cut just deep enough. He told me to keep right. pressure on it. You know, Wick has precision on his side. Mm-hmm. I feel like Castle I feel like is precise. Uh, but to the point where he can fire a machine gun into a room and only hit the people he needs to. John Wick can fire a machine gun, would, would take the same gun, and not only hit the people he needs to, but, but he, he wouldn't hit, hit any of But he wouldn't hit the walls. Right, or he, yeah. would, he, would, it, or he would hit all of them in the same spot. Yeah. Well, here, here's <laughs> an interesting... I think John Wick has the slight edge over Punisher. Yeah, with precision, I, I, I think... I, I think yeah, I was actually just... Oh, the Punisher does have a much more important, impressive arsenal when he's got battle vans. That's true. I was going to say, I was actually going to say in favor of John Wick, um, one could argue that the Punisher, by and large, goes up against all these mooks and he might get, like, sloppy over time, whereas Wick, like, he's the guy you pay top fucking dollar for to take out really serious threats. Like, yeah. you don't just call him the boogeyman for your run-of-the-mill gangsters, but the Punisher does that all the time. He's taking out street gangs and these people that don't know how to shoot, they don't know what they're doing, yeah. you know? Like, people that are shooting gangster style, these guys don't have a chance in hell. Like, the battle's over before it began. Right. Both Wick, like, we've never you know, seen he'll take anybody, out real tough motherfuckers. I don't think we've ever seen anybody facing the Punisher decide, no, I'll go out my own way, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. Or people who be like, wait a second, you're the Punisher. Can I just leave? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, you know, you got that scene in John Wick 1 where it's like, you working Mr. Wick? Yes. Why did you take the night off? Thank you, Mr. Wick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, despite his, despite his reputation, people still just seem to walk up like lambs to the slaughter. Whereas yeah. Wick... He actually gets the fear of okay. Well, I'm gonna go this yeah. way now. Yeah, it's like oh, Wick has a bigger <laughs> oh shit factor. Yeah, he does. Because with with Wick, it's it's like because he stole John Wick's car, sir. And killed his dog. <laughs> oh, <laughs> killed his fucking dog. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we gotta give it to Wick. Yeah, yeah. I, Wick is Wick is Wick out Punisher to Punisher. Yeah, Wick's. It's kind of a thousand paper cuts. All these little points that add up to yeah. a relative effect of Wick Wick. Yeah, well, and, it's and, fucking, not, and I don't think we can really we're, we're diminishing the Punisher at all. Oh, no, no, no. He's a legend. Wick is a monster. Yeah, he really is. I, you know. Also, I will, I will say this completing too. Completing an impossible task. Well, and, and, <laughs> and narrative, narratively, you know, mythologically or whatever you want to call it, I feel like with Wick, you're able to actually like cover less and make it more impactful like a Hitchcockian thing whereas yeah. with a Punisher you just spell that shit out and like everyone yeah. knows everything there is to know and it's like yeah he's a badass I guess but when you just kind of spell it out and spoon feed it, it's not as impressive somehow yeah. I like the mis- mystery of Wick right know? and yeah. with the Punisher more interesting. with the Punisher you know people might know they're gonna die but they're still gonna shoot at him with John Wick people know they're gonna die you know, but it's one of those things of He'll let you go if you're, you know, yeah. if you're smart. If you want to give up, yeah, you know, if he's not after you, you really don't have to die. Yeah, all you <laughs> have to do is get the hell out of his way. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, that's that's a whole other discussion. But, but yes. you know, we also yeah. see Excuse we me. also see see like when um, it, it, with the Punisher, he doesn't have any civilian. You know, I've never seen where he's had civilian casualties. It Wick comes walks up. Into, yeah, Wick walks into a room full of people, and you know. And kills three of them. It kills only the three that he's aiming at. Of course, John Wick is the is also the guy that walked into walked into an assassin's den with seven bullets. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, and it's basically he walked in unarmed and out punisher the punisher. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he he changed guns like twelve times. Now. Yes, like, that's well, yeah, that's the thing is that he he you know he he basically pulled uh, you know. Pulled a uh, basically played that shit like a video game. I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like John Wick would be slightly better at that whole, like you said, playing like a video game thing where you're just constantly picking up the other people's guns. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Punisher does that all the time, but like it's just not on the same level as Wick. I yeah, don't feel. Yeah, no. and it, it comes down to that situation. Like with Wick, it just feels like it's a fucking Tuesday. Whereas yeah. the Punisher's like, all right, well, I can, I guess, I can make this work. Whereas well, Wick's just like, bullets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wick's just like, yep, this is what yeah, I planned like, the whole okay, time. Yeah, I, it's like gun. I can serve yeah. my bullets for this exact moment to grab this gun and move on. Exactly. Like it's all just one big long play for him. Yeah. Yeah. And whereas Punisher has the battle van, where if if John has any time at all, he's prepared that battleground to his to his life. Yeah. yeah. He he stashed his AR-15 and his <laughs> yeah and, and his uh. <laughs> automatic shot. Yeah, I mean, like semi-automatic and shot. The entire yeah. the entire environment is his battle van. Like, yeah, exactly. It's like a whole other level. Sh- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Punisher shows up in the battle van, and John Wick says, "Great, welcome to my battleground." <laughs> yeah. Well, the Punisher shows up in his battle van, and he parks it over the landmine that John Wick set. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's where I was going to go with that too. Yeah. yeah exactly. You know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Or he like EMPs the car and he has a bunch of paperweights. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, he would do some shit like that. You just know it. Yeah, that's that's where. Yeah. Man. All right, I think I look forward. To, I look forward because to of resounding victory. Yeah, because <laughs> you know if you put an internet pull up, Punisher's gonna win. Like by large. Yeah, I don't know. Although Wick is more. Eh, well, there's the. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, yeah. There'll be buzz whenever the, the Punisher which, gets his Netflix series off the ground. I am, I am hoping that I'm, I'm hoping that, that, that final thing you know, eventually, I will get to the point where I get hate mail about things we say. Mm-hmm. I look forward to the hate mail. I really do. That the hate flow mail. through you. <laughs> yeah. To any sort of comments, come on, people. Um, At least let me know you're listening. And aren't one of my two patrons on Patreon? <laughs> oh, hey, that that brings up another interesting possibility. Um, Sith, have a Sith uh, showdown. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you think would be a good uh, matchup there? I mm, am not as much of a Star Wars nerd as I once was. Yeah. Well, we can pass on that since we we want everyone to be fully engaged yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. And like I'm sure everyone will start up talking about like what Darth Grievous or whatever, something along those lines. Uh, well, Grievous wasn't sure. really a Sith. There's no, Darth Revan, Darth Vader, Darth Maul. Revan was the uh, Emperor Palpatine. But, but to point, but, but to to emphasize my point, I couldn't remember his fucking name. Yeah, that's yeah. Fair. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you lose 100 internet points. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's okay. And we had uh, oh, Doctor Strange versus Zatanna. Uh, not Doctor Strange versus Satana. I thought it was uh, Constantine versus Satana. No, no, because those two would end up in bed. 
the other one. <laughs> okay, that was quick. That's what she said. That's uh, <laughs> what. Well, yeah, that is probably what Satana said, but she said it backwards. Um, <laughs> well, that, wow. Well, I know how she likes it. Well, that's how backwards. she casts her Yeah. When, the, no, I, I know. Yeah, the way Satana casts her spells is by saying things backwards. Uh, Which I always thought was kind of cool. Reverse. Yeah. Especially in uh, Young Justice, where she does, like, how did you come up with that? I don't know. Just thought real hard and had to say it backwards. <laughs> but, uh, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange versus or Zatanna? I'd have to get that to Doctor Strange. Really, the fight that I would want to see, if we're talking about mega magic uh, powerhouses, yeah. I would want to see who would win in a fight, Doctor Strange or Doctor Fate. I don't really know much about Doctor Fate except that yeah. he's extremely OP. Like one of the most well, so is Doctor Strange. One of the most That's powerful. Kind of the well, point. sure, but <laughs> but like to a ridiculous extent, like yeah, even Doctor, more than Doctor Strange. Doctor Fate is only one of the gods of order. There you go. He's a uh, god. <laughs> I think he wins because he's a god. No, because Doctor Strange has beaten gods before. <laughs> That's the thing. They are both. On very similar tiers. They are tiers. on some shit in the 70s. They are, yeah, they are both on very <laughs> similar tiers of ridiculously... Dude, I was yeah. dropping acid and what if this doctor guy, like, took on a god with, like, the mystic arts and everything was all well, fucked up and the colors were everywhere. Well, see, that... <laughs> Print that shit. Yeah. Actually, it was more like... I think a lot of times it was more like, okay, we're gonna put some geometry on here and then we're gonna put some other shit out there. It's got some really wild-ass colors and it's gonna be so trippy because I saw, like, this when I was stripping acid. I just imagine the poor writer, like, they, th- they shove all the shapes out and they're like, there, make some sense of that. <laughs> and he's like, wait, what? Well, <laughs> comic book uh, creation... Timelines usually you get scripting before you have art. True. Yeah, you get scripting uh, before you have art, and then you know it's like edit. But by the same token, so it's really sort of here's the script, artist. Here's your script. Artist comes sh- back. Here's your here's your art. Good luck shoehorning the script into it. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the true. Actually, there's the true right, battle right there. Right. Here, artist. Here, here, letterer. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. No matter who wins, yeah. they lose. Yeah. It's the letterer going. <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> whoa. And, and it's letters going, whoa, man, I can't tell if I'm still tripping or not. <laughs> so I guess we'll have to skip Doctor Strange versus Doctor Fate, but that would be a fun fight to talk about at some yeah. point. Yeah. We can always revisit that later. Yeah. This yeah. Is, the nice thing about this particular topic... Never ends. Is it doesn't ever run dry. <laughs> yeah. You, you just know. have to make sure you space it out right, enough yeah. that... That doesn't become what the only thing you talk like about. Like the inevitable Doctor Strange sequel, we could have that conversation. That would be yeah. fun, yeah. yeah. See, the one I refuse to do is between Phantoms. Oh, that's just dumb. You know, well, like Star, Star Wars versus Star Trek. Well, the idea is uh, you should be able to be a fan of many things, and you shouldn't right. get each other's throats, you should support each other. Right, well, it's, it's that, you know, they're both sides are going, you know... Are yeah, well, one's height, one's, one's, one's semi, one is semi-hard uh, science fiction. The other is future fantasy. There's right. not even yeah. really an art. There's exactly. tomatoes and orange genres. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 
tomatoes and oranges. I like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so like, fucked up that it's not even. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, they're, like, both, they're, still, they're both still fruit. It's uh, like, yeah. It's, well, touche. It's still <laughs> apples and oranges. You lawyered me there. Yeah. No, that, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's, like it's like it's like it's like declaring um, looking looking at uh, coconuts and kiwis. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, potatoes and oranges, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so, uh, well, we, we, should, we should never get into a, into a thing like that, although yeah, um, I would love to do a Star Trek episode at some point, and a Star Wars episode at some point, because I like both of those. Yeah, those are... Those, those, we yeah, need those to take aspects great. of those to have interesting uh, comparisons, like, who is the better captain, like, you Cisco. know... Uh, what? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you, you thought there was an A. Now, uh, who's the better captain? Mal, man. Malcolm Reynolds. Mm. Sheridan. Ooh, yeah. That one, five. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, who's the better... Wait, no. Who's the better captain? Sparrow. <laughs> it's hard to argue that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but let's not let's not go down that route. Or we're not who's the better. This is who would win in a fight. Yeah, Captain Jack Sparrow versus Captain Kirk. <laughs> I think they'd end up in bed together. <laughs> I can't argue that logic. No. Sabe. I feel sullied and unusual. <laughs> Uh, His orientations will have a guideline. <laughs> so like, you, you, a guideline. Can we maybe try to get back on tap on topic? Uh, as much fun as we were having. Oh, okay. Well, no, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, we had other. Did we have other? Oh, uh, we had um, uh, Mysterio versus the Mad Hatter. Oh yeah, that's an interesting one. Yeah. So the question is though is what is their goal because neither of them are combatants yeah this is true so are they trying to steal a thing I think or are they trying to take over something or I feel like it would be an actual heist yeah who would be able to steal that would be a good heist premise thing from a museum better the Mad Hatter or Mysterio mm-hmm. I think I, I would have to give that one to Hatter yeah, an Ocean's Twelve scenario. Who win? Uh, who steals the egg first? Who steals the egg first? So why why would you give it to Hatter? Okay, well the Hatter can basically get in, you know, get, basically get insiders to do his bidding. Right. Whereas Mysterio has to come in and set up his special effects. Yeah, that's true. I was um, thinking, I was thinking similarly, but to play devil's advocate a bit here. Um, yeah. A lot of the a lot of the targets. Okay, no, I know how to I know how to better refine the competition. Okay, go for it. Who would set the better trap? Ooh, I like that. Ooh, okay. Okay, that's a, that's trap, a better question. Yeah. See, that I have to give to Mysterio. <clears throat> um, but it's a hard question, isn't it? It is. Mm, yeah, but see, Mysterio is more with the practical effects. Yeah. Uh, whereas the Hatter is more with the mind control, unless. But unless it gets into your head and gets the hat on your head. But to to play uh, to, to to play counter argument and devil's advocate to that, um, the Hatter, keep in mind, um, God, I can't remember all the things he knows, but he knew before he went crazy. It was like <laughs> it was like psychology and computer science and other things, and, and like he was a psychoanalyst 
and a computer programmer and knew how to make microchips and shit. Yeah. Um, so keep in mind, yes, the the in I feel like the initial like I feel like you might be right that Mysterio's track would be a lot more flashy because that is Mysterio. Yeah. But I feel like the Mad Hatter with his with his ability to manipulate people even before they wear their hat by but they wear the hat by, you know, misdirection and manipulating other people mm -hmm. um, would be able would have you know, there's a reason that he's a semi successful Batman villain. Right. The problem with, with Hatter is that Tetch is stuck with that whole Alice in Wonderland. Well, that's because it's his, it's his neurosis. Yeah. Yeah. So he's kind of true. You, you kind of have that. You kind of, if you can work that paradigm. Is it potentially more predictable? You mean? Yeah, he's potentially more predictable. But then again, I guess you could argue that Mysterio has that need for flash all the time. And also, I would like to point out that as soon as you theatricality, that that also, if you can get around his effects. Mysterio has nothing to fall back on. Yeah. Yeah. He is a weak-ass pansy. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and if, like, if, if the smoke bomb doesn't distract you mm -hmm. uh, so that you then walk into what you think is a Burmese tiger trap. Well, and that's the problem, though, is that Mysterio is also a semi-successful Spider-Man villain. Yeah. <laughs> so you know he has got to um, he's got to know what he's doing. Well. He's got to be able to beat Spider Sense. Yeah, right. Although that was actually how Spider Man frequently beat him was right. be like, wait a second, this isn't triggering my Spider Sense. La di da di da di da. Yeah. So yeah, because I I figured out ways to get around the Spider Sense though. You know what's interesting is I read a uh, I forgot the exact. Um, I forgot the title of it, but there is a run of Daredevil where uh, Mysterio nearly caused him to kill an innocent child with his illusions. Yep. He thought he was like some sort of omen kid, and he was just about to fling him from a fucking roof. Like, yeah. he was this close to doing it. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's impressive right there. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's, so yeah, I think it would be, it would be That's gotta be really, a win. Yeah, a near win, anyway. Who would win? Yeah, who would who would spring the better trap? I also <laughs> am leaning towards Mysterio, but I wanted to at least have an argument yeah, towards yeah. the Hatter. Well, yeah, the thing I, I was going to say about Hatter is, close. well, if you're if you're going towards a lot of these like uh, traditional targets, they have all these like uh, redundant failsafes about inside men. Like they've thought all this shit out with their process of like how they have their employees access things and how they screen yeah. and this and that and the other, you know? Like, they, they screen a lot of that stuff out initially, so there's, like, a lot less, like, wiggle room there for him to work with, I feel. Mysterio right. or the Hatter? No, the Hatter. With yeah. the whole inside man thing by just messing with, you know, certain well, people. Yeah. The, the, other, the other thing, though, is that Hatter, again, is, is limited by his neurosis. If he could beat that neurosis, if he could work outside of it, or find a venue where it doesn't really hold him back. Yeah. Who, yeah. Would, win, who would win at springing a trap in an Alice in Wonderland convention? <laughs> Hatter. 
<laughs> yeah, Hatter would win in, on home turf like that. Yeah, that he would have some to sort win. of Hollywood yeah. special effects celebration. Like, yeah. they're, they're very specific things that either is gonna. Yeah, there, yeah. There, there's gonna be a whole field advantage. <laughs> Who wins yeah. springing a trap at the red carpet for the next Alice in Wonderland? Movie? Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> now that right there is an impasse, sir. <laughs> no, because if it's the red carpet, you, you got to give it to Hatter. He's got the people. He's got the people, and plus, obviously, pimpin' hats are in this year. And all those, I mean, let's be honest here, Hollywood people are really easy to manipulate. This is true. Bunch of vapid, bunch of vapid Californians. (laughs) I'm not sure I would go that far. Hate mail, as far as that goes, directly, please. (laughs) Bring it on. Not that you have a direct method of communication to him, but I'll forward them. Uh, but yeah, that would that was so yeah. Mysterio versus uh, versus Hatter would still be a fun. Oh, I, I gotta say it would still be a very fun thing to see. Yeah, that would be interesting. I like I Can like the whole. Can read like, the timer on the microphone? On, on the microphone, yeah, microphone. That is that is what it's called. It's not a microwave. It's a microphone. I like the small stakes thing. All right, forty-four minutes, and, and it says zoom two or zoom three. Uh, not sure where you find it. Right next to the title. Screw it, just hand me the mic. Three, I think. Okay. Sorry. Have to check running time. Where were we? So, we were talking about uh, low stakes B villains being interesting when they were put up against someone on their same. Like oh yeah, power level or expertise or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, who would you pit, who would you pit? Who would who would we pit? Um, oh, he who must not be named Voldemort against. Who would make a good match for Voldemort? Voldemort versus uh, versus. Um, Dresden? No, no Dresden would win. Can't go. Yeah, can't go. Again. Also, Michael doesn't have Dresden. I was thinking, um, Voldemort versus Sauron. Sauron could be interesting. Ooh, because uh, here's the thing: they both have armies. Yes, but Voldemort's is way smaller. Yeah. However, Sauron, I feel, um, as much as I love Lord of the Rings. Magic in the Harry Potter verse is way more powerful than magic in. Uh, in yeah, Lord but Rings. that cuts both ways because that means the good guys have all that powerful magic too. Yeah, but but if we're talking about the villains fighting, well, yeah, if you're just talking about, yeah, I guess you're right. That doesn't really matter. It's yes, a, it's a straight up villain villain. Yeah, you've got so, yeah. Voldemort who has a <laughs> handful of hyper powerful uh, mages, right? Basically, versus Sauron who has. Seventy billion orcs. I feel it's like a it's like a battle of attrition where it's like, do the mages get tired from killing orcs, or and you know maybe <laughs> a couple Balrogs, yeah, yeah, um, and other all real nasty and elephants and other real nasty sons of things. Whereas, yeah, you've got Voldemort and like fifteen disciples. Well, I feel like in that scenario, that would be a, that would be a fair fight. Is the sad part. I feel like in that scenario, they would use the magic to control the bigger stuff to then kill their kill armies. Small, yeah, 
All right, send the Balrog. Oh, guess what? Now they're slaughtering your orcs. Uh, Balrog would not be susceptible to to control magic. They are they are fallen angels, and they are Sauron could control. Yeah, Um, they they. It's not so much control. Also, I guess that really we're talking about Morgoth, not Sauron. So I'm mixing things up. It's Morgoth who has the army of Balrogs. Yeah, and because Sauron didn't, you know, because the Balrog in Lord of the Rings. Wasn't working. It's Balrog and Morgoth. Also, yeah. they can't go out in the day because right. light destroys them. Right. So I mean, there there is that. Daylight spell. <laughs> but you still got you've got. But also with Sauron, you've got the Nazgul. True. Yeah, but I think the Nazgul would get their asses handed to them by the by the by the. I'm not so sure about that because the Nazgul are undead. Essentially, they are. Un, they're not living. There's, they're, I mean, well, they're, 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 they're very similar to Dementors, aren't they? They're not, no. <sighs> Dementors actually are why I think you'd end up having to get to Voldemort overall, yeah. even though he has a much smaller army. Yeah. Because they would, yeah. Because you, the only way to beat Dementors effect. is with happiness. Yeah. And ain't no one on the bad guy, on the bad on, on the bad guys team happy. That's true. They don't oh, they, that's right. They feed on misery, don't they? Yeah, they, they feed on hope. They feed on hope and leave Well, they eat hopeless. hope. They eat hope, exactly. Uh, feed on eat. I mean, they just eat hope. So, yeah, they would... I mean, well, they, 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 they feed on all positive emotion. They just like hope the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they, they, would, uh, they would decimate. So, essentially, uh, just demoralize the army, like, instantly? Yeah, suck so, like the souls out of them. Yeah, and the thing is, then you still have seven billion orcs who are still who are too afraid to disobey orders. True. Not seven billion, but you've got a whole fuck ton of them. <laughs> yeah. You have enough. You have enough orcs that the uh, that that the software used to render those fight scenes was called massive. Right. <laughs> uh, so for that, though, then you get that you then you then you t- use your imperious curses on your ogres and your uh, mm-hmm. and your oliphants on um, yeah. specific leaders, um, and then of course you just do widespread you know avada kedavras. Well, avada kedavra you don't do can't avada kedavra is a single spe- is a single target spell, right? It's finger <laughs> of death, man. Yeah, it's not uh, it's not memento mori. But then you do you know, or. Uh, Sorry, uh, circle protection gives life. <laughs> but I the think the terms. ring rates. I don't see. I don't see the ring rates as undead. Well, I don't. I don't. Wouldn't say they're undead, but I wouldn't say they're living. Um, they are in. They are. Not quite in this dimension. Yeah. yeah. They're ethereal. And I don't know. Hence wraith. Yeah, it's complicated. Let, 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 let's let's go back down the. Uh, yeah, we're kind of getting to the bushes let, here. Let's go down a different rabbit hole for a moment here, just to see. Oh, that how, was earlier. Yeah, how, <laughs> how people would argue. Um, we're talking uh, Pathfinder rule set. A twentieth level wizard versus the United States military. <laughs> oh man! I kind of have to give it to the military. It would be a hell of a fight, though. Mm, well, I feel like the military would kill the wizard before they would see it coming with a sniper or something, so the wizard exactly. couldn't do anything to stop you it. Know, um, okay, well, let, let's table that discussion for now until we play my uber high-level D&D game. <laughs> okay. So you get a feel for what a 20th level 
anything can do. I will play that. Well, it's just, it's just like Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe, where he he gets torn apart by Hulk and then waits, reforms, waits for him to fall asleep as Bruce Banner, and then just casually cuts his head off. Yeah. It, like if you can't see it coming, there's nothing you can do about it. That's the thing. A good wizard sees it coming. Well, contingency. You've got yeah, you've got contingency spells. You've got a whole hell of a lot of divination. I guess you could argue there's all kinds of like alarms and bubbles and shit, so that the sniper bullet mm-hmm. would not get near him in the first place. Yeah. Anyway, Look, we'll, table that, we'll table that discussion until after we play my D and D little teaser, which I would like to record, uh, because we're not going to be playing it for minutes. We're going to be playing. It so, do we have a definitive stuff. verdict on uh, Sauron versus uh, Voldemort? I would have to give it to Voldemort, but there would be, but but to the but but it would be it would get down to the point where it would pretty much just be Voldemort fighting Sauron. Yeah. With ever with all other armies. Completely annihilated, or just skipped. I mean, I feel like I gotta give it to Voldemort. I gotta edge it out to him because I feel like Voldemort wants it more and is more like gets his hands dirty type in the mono mono fight, whereas Sauron's just kind of like, oh hey, obey me from a distance, you know. Well, um, read the silver earlier. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, most people haven't read that. That's yeah. Um, I mean, I'm going. I have it. I will. One of these days, I will get to it. Although the Silmarillion is really mo- much more, more of a more history off, book, but um, yeah. Yeah. It, it should be pointed out that the reason Sauron's oh, all oh yeah obey me is because he didn't got the ring. Right. Right. The question is, if he got the ring. Oh no, that's the ultimate question: is does he have the ring in this scenario? Yeah. I feel like I feel like with the ring, he wins. Without it, he does not. Is that I think fair that's to say? Fair. Yeah. I yeah. think that's entirely fair. Yeah, we can all agree on that. Yeah. Although, interestingly enough, if he doesn't have the ring and Voldemort doesn't have the ring, then neither of them win because they're both semi-immortal beings with their souls out in phylacteries and uh, and can't die. Well, I mean we're talking about, <laughs> we're talking about one skirmish who wins. Yeah. Right. Not eternity, but yeah. Yeah, I know. But yes, Lich. They're both liches. Lich, please. Yes, they're both liches. So we've done a lot of villain stuff. Why don't we do something heroic? I would like to go... Uh, it doesn't have to be comics or anything. Just something like, you know, two good people fighting, right? Hmm. But the heroes wouldn't fight each other. They're, they're heroes. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, we had John Wick versus Constantine. With, versus, uh... Constantine. Well, calling them heroes is a bit of a stretch. They're anti-heroes. Yeah, they're both anti-heroes. Hmm. Hmm. Daredevil v. Batman. 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 Yeah. Not even a question. Daredevil was trained by Stick. Yeah. yeah, but Batman was trained by Ra's al Ghul. Or uh, Raish. Or Raish. Ah, whatever. Um, I'm just... You're going to have to accept the fact that I'm always going to say Ra's. Yeah, and you're going to have to accept the fact that I will always correct you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have to accept that you'll always say it wrong. Uh, well, you'll be wrong, but but I don't know. I because it would be it would be a good fight. I don't think so, because Batman unless it's Batman runs into Daredevil having never heard of him before. Right. Because well, then because if Batman even has the remotest idea that Daredevil's showing up, you know what he does? The gadgets he would he, he brings an ultrasonic emitter. Yeah, yeah, he overwhelms his senses. Yeah, game a, over, a, pocket, a pocket-sized ultrasonic emitter. Oh yeah. And suddenly Daredevil is really blind again. 
And all of the kind of, like, weapons that he likes to use is the exact kind of stuff that Batman uses, so he knows how to counter all that it's shit. It's been pointed out many a time that Daredevil is a, is pretty much Batman-like. Poor Batman. Yeah. Yeah, poor Batman. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's Les Miserables. <laughs> yeah. Batman without the money. Yeah. yeah. Um, and no offense, but yeah, Batman would just wipe the floor with him. Yeah, no, I mean, Daredevil's great now, but I feel like it's not even, it's not even close. Batman would kick his ass. Mm-hmm. Of course, so that's fast. <laughs> of course, we it's Superman super... versus Hyperion. I don't really know anything about yeah, Hyperion. That's a shame. Yeah. Well, I'll tell, I can tell you everything. I've seen him you guest know about a couple Superman. comics. That's about I it. I can tell you everything you know know about Hyperion. Mm. He's Superman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he's the Marvel ripoff of Superman, basically. No, not even basically. Oh, okay. Like he is. Like very transparent. They though. have, yeah, they have. A, this is like this is like a Green Arrow and Hawkeye situation. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely, Green Arrow and Hawkeye. And that's. I feel like it's kind of a boring conversation, but we could have that one. Hawkeye. Well, no. The, the thing is, well, the, the thing is, Hawkeye and Green Arrow. Hawkeye. Because. Mm. Because Hawkeye. Because. As a general rule, uh, Wiki pointed this out last night. Yeah. Um, as a general rule, the copycat character is always made more powerful. Uh, the same reason Hyperion would beat Superman. The overcompensation factor. Because Hyperion has been shown to be metrically stronger than, you know, stronger, faster, etc. than Superman in terms of Feats of ridiculousness, and that's why Deadpool would be Deathstroke. Yeah, well, not in the healing factor, obviously. Yeah, that and, and and Deadpool just would beat Deathstroke for a number of freaking reasons. <laughs> so how is okay? How is Hawkeye? I mean, what what is what is what have they shown where Hawkeye is better than Green Arrow? Um. Well, let's see. Uh, things for one, his er- his set of arrows. Mm-hmm. Hawkeye also does trick arrows, uh, at least in the comics. Yeah. Um, and has more and cooler ones. Yeah. That can be over. That can be overcome. Um, also, Hawkeye, um, as I recall, um, has managed. It has enough situational awareness to dodge things that he is unaware of. Unconsciously. Unaware. Let's try to do one that's not comics and mix it up. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Hawkeye, I, th- I mean, I don't have all the numbers to back it up, but I'm pretty sure Hawkeye would win. Also, Death Battle did an episode of it, and I feel like we shouldn't step on their toes. Yeah. Although I'm pretty sure they had Hawkeye win, too. Can anyone think of any other, like, mythical archer types, like Robin Hood? Like, who could Robin Hood go up against? Is there is there an equivalent or a... a not really. Not really? Will you help? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, uh, Robin Hood would beat William Tell. Yeah, yeah he William was, Tell is famous for shooting an apple, apple off of a guy's head. Yeah, Robin Hood. Robin Hood's famous. Apple, motherfuckers. Robin Hood is famous, <laughs> for, is famous for shooting an arrow into another arrow. Right. Even if you're just looking at matters of accuracy, Robin Hood wins. Yeah, you can't really top that. Uh, an arrow is much smaller than an apple. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, Legendary swordsman duel. That would be interesting. Like a Lancelot mm. versus like a famous, I don't know, samurai or something. You know, stuff like that. Mm, okay. Lancelot oh, versus Musashi. 
I would have to give it to Musashi. I would have to give it to Musashi too. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of unfair because that's just quickness. Like, right off the bat, it's just like, oh, and you're dead. Mm. Well. I mean, those are very different weapons, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. it's not so much that. Musashi's skill level was such that after a certain point, he didn't actually go into a lot of duels with a sword. Yeah. He won one of his most famous duels. His last duel, um, he won with, uh, with, with um, a Boko no Ken that he carved out of a uh, out of a uh, out of a ship's oar while he was going to the island, um, the for the duel. Balkan Ken is a wooden sword. That's such a baller move. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's just like I don't. I am not even taking this seriously. Yeah, <laughs> he's like I'm just having a goof. Like, well, actually, okay, right, I was right, on my right, way to right. spring break, and it's frequently argued that that was actually his biggest power yeah. was the fact that he to make anything. The, the main well, no, the main reason that he was so good. <laughs> And why he never lost a duel was because he sort of cheated. Not cheated, but that that show that that, that thing where he showed up an hour like uh, showed up with a wooden sword. He also showed up to five hours late on purpose. Like mind games or what? Well, he showed up late. With a lighter sword, fought on the seashore with his back to the sun. Um, he basically stacked the battlefield. Yeah, okay. Musashi won more often than not, not necessarily through main skill. Although he was at the same, you know, Book of Book of Five Rings. There's a stand. There, there's the thing that shows him standing with a katana in one hand, a wakizashi in the other, standing relaxed with his arms at his sides, with the caption saying, in this stance I am unassailable. <laughs> he was a badass swordsman through and through. Yeah. But um, he also was a smart swordsman. He would, like, get into a stand-up fight, I'd have to give it to Lancelot. Yeah. Um, because the English longsword is not that much slower then the katana. Um, if you, you should watch some HEMA fighting at some point. Yeah. Oh, believe me. I've been trained in, in long sword fighting. It, it's it's not. And if you use it right, the physics works all. It's all in the hand. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, and one got, true Ben versus Duncan McLeod. I would give it to Duncan McLeod. <laughs> that guy's got like six hundred years, and I'd be going. <laughs> Not an immortal, fucker. <laughs> um, yeah, I would forfeit that fight right away. But um, there can be only one, and it, it, it'd be you. Yeah, and you could be it, man. It's not an immortal. Um, I'll give up my one true Benness. <laughs> I'm the one true Ben, not the one <laughs> uh, that there can only be. Um, okay, Inigo Montoya. Oh, I like this. Versus Zoro. Ooh, that's a good one. I, like I, would have to, I would have to go up a step. And throw the man in black at <laughs> Zoro. The man in black versus Zoro? Yeah. Where does the Lone Ranger fit into this? What do you mean the Lone Ranger? Versus Wider. Well, that's. Uh, yeah. He doesn't really do this. Uh, Where'd the Lone Ranger come from? Is the Lone Ranger not really like a swordsman? He's just a, no. just a shooter? He's, He's a trick shooter. Okay. He's a trick shooter. Silver bullets. Okay. He doesn't. He doesn't fit into sword fights at all. 
right. In, in a sword fight in, involving Inigo Montoya, uh, the man in black, um, Zoro, and, well, the, theme and the Lone Ranger. Ranger. The Lone Ranger shoots them all like Indiana Jones and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Except the men in black have secretly been working on this new company. <laughs> because what's he's been he's been secret <laughs> he's actually been secretly building up an immunity to bolts. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's called Kevlar. <laughs> I feel like just for the sheer depth of like but yeah, I, I, an asteroid that has been exposed, you have to go with Zoro in that scenario. There's too much of a limited sample size for an ego to really know how badass well, he is. Well, yeah, but no, I, that's why he's right. Wesley. Yeah, oh, Wesley, Wesley yeah. instead. Yeah. Wesley, the man in black, <laughs> yeah. versus Zoro. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, that I forgot, is I forgot a, that was his title. That is a fight for the ages. The Dread Pirate Roberts. Mm. Dread Pirate Roberts, a.k.a. <laughs> Wesley. Okay, the man in black. Versus Zoro, the other man in black. Mm hmm. We shall call it the men in black. Yeah. Because you never know which one won. <laughs> yeah. Who won? The guy I put my money on yeah. the man in black. Yeah. It's a sure thing. Yeah. I put my, my money on the guy wearing a black mask and, a, and, and all black clothes. Although, I really would have to give it to Wesley based on one thing in particular. Snappy Banner. <laughs> Guess well, they all razzle-dazzle. Well, it, well, okay. First, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, um, <laughs> uh, it's like, I must know, get used to disappointment. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, 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 it. It's just so very they're just so very comfortable. I'm sure they're all they're all the rage soon. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the, the banter in, in Princess Bride, no question, goes to uh, goes goes to Wesley. But we have to talk about the sword fight. Yeah. And the answer is, I'm not. I I'm pretty sure. It, it's one of those things where where I'm all, where kind of like John Wick versus the Punisher. Yeah. They fight for a while. And then, like, the Spanish would show up. <coughs> right. Mm-hmm. And they'd end up having to go back to back and realize, <laughs> wait a second. We're totally yeah, it's like, yeah, no, it's like, they get into a big fight, and then, like, obviously the Spaniards and the Florins are the same people. Um, sure, why not? <laughs> um, because, yeah. or Gilders. Gilders, yeah. Um, and Gilder to blame for it. Yeah. Um, but, so obviously it's, um, you know, it would be this thing where they're, where they're fighting, and then people show up and like, they're after me. They're after you. They're after me. <laughs> <laughs> then they start comparing boundaries. There's a, you know, there's a 20, you know, there's, there's a 20,000 peso, um, there's a 20,000 peso bounty on my head. 20,000 pesos. What does that, uh, what does that uh, translate to in Gilders? <laughs> well, it reminds uh, me of my favorite episode of Samurai Jack where he runs into the scout uh, <laughs> on a bridge. Right. But yeah, it would be one of those ones where, yeah, you can't keep them fighting against each other for a little while. Then it just turns into an epic us versus them, mm -hmm. and the world loses. Yeah. Well, and them loses. Yeah. Okay. We've got the good ones, come on. Austin Powers. 
and the man from Uncle. Um, it's all, which is almost got to be who's the better spy. No, the man from Uncle's the better spy. Because he's a, a spy that actually takes it seriously. Austin Powers is an international man of mystery, baby. Yeah, but he doesn't take his job seriously. Yeah, not really. Well. He seems to be more enamored with the perks of it than actually doing it. Actually getting the job yeah, done. Right. I, I must... I, 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 I would have to always cast my vote against Austin Powers because I don't like him. <laughs> Bias. Yep. I, I will put it this way. I like the first movie. The second one was all right. The rest were crap. Yeah, they were really That's, that's what that. I look at. Yeah. There was more than three. Sadly. Really? I think there was like four. There was three or four, yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Because I know he went up to Goldmember, but I don't remember there being another one after that. Oh, there was something. Mm, Spy Who Shagged Me. Gold it was Intermas- International Man of Mystery, Spy Who Shagged Me, and Goldmember. I think there was only three. Was it really just three? Yeah, it feels it like more. Feel it for, feels yeah. like more, yes. <laughs> feels like more, baby. Yeah. Let's let that die. Dr. Evil versus Dr. Claw. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I feel like Dr. Evil has the more robust organization. Yeah. Yeah. He's a little more imaginative, too. Charged with laser beams. Yeah. Well, and, you know... I will admit, I love everything that involves Dr. Evil and Scott. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those, those scenes are far and away amazingly good and, and worth... It's because you got Mike Myers and Seth Green. Yeah, just laying off each other. other. Yeah. Taka-taka-taka. Yeah. Ha-ha. Uh-huh. Yeah, Mike Myers is a funny man, just... Classic. The main character of Lost in Powers is... Irritating. I mean, yeah, the shtick well, yeah. is annoying, and I, I yeah. completely understand. Yeah, it, it is with 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 Doctor Evil. It was it was a more. Yeah. Anyhow, who would win yeah. a fight? So anyway, yeah, um, <laughs> we are kidding off off topic part. Yeah, um, Doctor Evil. Bob from Reboot versus Tron. Oh jeez, uh, that's a tough one. Okay, are we talking Bruce Boxleitner Tron? Yeah. Okay. What? Well, who else would we talking about? Well, um, the, the users. Thing. Mm. Um, Flint and uh, his son. <sighs> well, yeah. actually, that would be really interesting. Bob versus Flynn would be even more of an interesting fight because Tron, I think, actually would just kind of lose. I like Bruce Boxleitner and Tron and all that, <coughs> but Bob has glitch. Yeah, Bob has glitch. We're talking Bob with glitch, obviously, of course, but... He got him back at the end of the season, uh, at the end of the series. It's been a long time. I don't remember much about Reboot. But, yeah. Versus Flynn with admin powers. Mm. I'd have to go to Flynn, man. Yeah. Well, are we talking young Flynn or old Flynn, too? Because there's a lot of of variables here. Flynn in the first one or Flynn in the second one, which I thought was actually vastly underrated. Yeah. Because Flynn in the second one is fucking Gandalf. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he walks into a place and the power goes out. Yeah, because he said so. Because he, yeah, because he walked in and so moted. <coughs> right? A yeah, wizard did it. Yeah, he is the wizard. Well, he, yeah, he's been living inside That's a computer and practicing and practicing <coughs> console commands for years. Yeah, I mean, this guy's like that. <coughs> I mean, this man is like the god of DOS. Yeah. 
and they're running Linux. They're obviously running Linux. <laughs> He's got pseudo powers. Yeah. Oh, here's an interesting one. This is kind of a little. This is like an asymmetric thing, right? Um, the hacker. Um, uh, what's the name of the hacker from the original Matrix? Uh, is it, you know, Dozer's brother? Uh, I think. Tank. Tank. Is tank. it Tank? Yeah, Tank. Yeah. Tank. Tank versus the uh, the main uh, protagonist hacker from Hackers. Who is the better Who's the better hacker? Who kept Dude, how's Hackers? That was like Angelina Jolie and yeah, and well, what's his name from those like '90s movies? <laughs> uh, Val Kilmer. Okay, yeah. sorry, I'm, that that's a little outside of my oeuvre. So, <clears throat> although I do like where you're going, in fact, his real genius is amazing. Um, I'd actually have to go with Tank. Tank has better Tank has, has better has better gear. Um, and he's better at thinking on his feet on it. Yeah. Well, I guess Tank Tank has to actually contend with AI shit. Yeah. So yeah, I guess he 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 has to he takes it in a runaway. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. This would be an interesting one. <clears throat> Who would be better at pulling off some sort of. Uh, some sort of con game, or or who who would get the information better, the crew from Leverage, or the crew from Burn Notice? Ooh. Now, mm. full disclosure, I know jack shit about Leverage, so mm. sorry that kind of disqualifies. I'm that. sorry. Yeah. We should really watch. We will table really that, good. and we will discuss that later. That would be a hard one, wouldn't it, Ben? It would be tough. Depends. It re- it really depends on who has the information. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who you're trying to get the info from? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because <laughs> you know, um, we're not actually doing much compl- much argument. We're just throwing out, and, and, and everyone's being like, "Yeah, that would be super, <coughs> super cool." I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, we got to do Jedi versus some. What's a, what's a good matchup for a Jedi? I mean, the obvious answer is the Sith, but... Yeah, they, you know, the Sith won that one. Um, I mean, you could go, like, Fatty Tony Hunter. Well, no, I think, I think, obviously, you have to go outside the, uh... Yeah. Oh, you mean outside the Star Wars verse? Outside the galaxy far, far away, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, what's a, what's a, what's a... A good foil for a Jedi? Jedi versus Predator. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. Jedi versus Predator. Now, here's the thing, right? Just off the bat, I'm leaning towards Jedi because all that camouflage stuff means nothing because they can just sense where the Predator is with the Force. Mm, it depends on what, where, on how you're specialized in the Force, though. Mm, yeah. But I would be... I would be. But at the same time, Predator... Yes, uh, the Jedi can deflect laser blasts, but the Predator does still have, you know, range in the form of that plasma... Well, I was going to say, one could argue that that plasma blast is so concentrated, you can't just deflect it like a little blaster bolt. Because it does explode when it hits. Yeah. Yeah, that might just wind up... That might be like a sticky bomb from Halo where it's like, you hit it with the lightsaber, and then you just blow up anyway and lose like a hand or an arm or something. Mm, No, because, I mean... I don't think that's really quite a fair fight, though. Well, Jedi have also also deflected um, other bolts that... 
um, that explode. I Tide think, fighters yeah. and you know and and uh, well, it gets dicey because there's all sorts uh, of different portrayals. I of think Jedi's really power. the yeah. better question <clears throat> is not Jedi versus Predator, but Mandalorian versus Predator. That's a better question. Yeah, that's yeah. a be- that's a closer matchup. Because they're essentially human predators. Yeah. Yeah. And they have better armor. So who's the better like big game hunter? We're just straight up. I guess straight up deathmatch is what we're going for. That's you know, yeah. More quantifiable. Yeah. This would be a this would be a rumble in the jungle. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> to borrow a phrase. Well, see, yeah. predators have have that. I think have the better sensor suite. Though. They have the better sensor suite, but Mandos have kick-ass armor. True. Um, they have jetpacks. Yeah, and jetpacks. Whereas predator, uh, you know, like they can have the high ground. The the. <laughs> but the but the, uh, the predators have those you know have the climbing claws. Yeah, they got climbing. Yeah, but if you got nothing to climb on. Well, if, if, if it's rumble, it's in the a jungle. rumble in the jungle. Oh, okay. I didn't know you were literal. No, I was being okay. literal. All right. Yeah. Like predator from Predator One. Yeah, OG Predator. Get to the chopper, Predator. Yeah. yeah. Man, what a weird movie. <clears throat> it was a standard. It was a box standard movie for the first half of it. Yeah, and then the Predator shows up. Yeah. I, I, love, I, I love the audience watching that for the first time. I just love how that fucks with them. Yeah. Like, what, because what? suddenly this, yeah, suddenly I thought I was watching a, a pain by number Schwarzenegger action. Yeah, wait a second. Yeah, this is this is a, why is there a giant alien here? This isn't Rambo Part 3, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> suddenly it turned into a fucking horror film. Yeah. You know? Predator was so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, that's, and that's why it was so good. It was action, action, action. Ah! <laughs> you know? And then suddenly everyone starts getting picked off. But yeah, yeah. Mando... Oh, and I would think, actually, I would want a squad of Mandalorian versus a squad of Hunters. Yeah. And that would be a stupidly hard fight. That would be. Good God. Because like, three on three. Three on, okay. Three on three. Okay, here's here's an interesting thing, though. If you do a squad thing, couldn't one of the Predators just sacrifice himself for the greater good and do that little risk nuke thing and take out the Mandos? They can lure them in and blow them the fuck up. Game over, man. No. Here's why they wouldn't... Here's why that would not happen. Because... Does against the code? Yeah. The... The, the, uh... Being able to blow yourself up, that's more sort of a I won't go out... It's it's much more a I won't be taken alive sort of thing. And protect protect the technology. Yeah, or I will will make sure that... Or I will make sure that my brothers survive. But yeah, yeah, I've read... A bunch of pre- of, uh, of predator novels, and it entirely goes against their code yeah. for one to go in and suicide bomb. Right. Yeah. I mean, they they will they will because they things. all because they want to fight for the glory of it. Well, I guess that is the question, right? Is the premise is is it any way we move the pieces around, or does it have to be consistent with the characters? Be really consistent with the characters. All right. Yeah. Always be consistent with the characters. <clears throat> all right. See, so I think and predators. You know, we'll honor humans who fight well. Yeah, right. like um, in Predator Two, where they hand them the old West pistol or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't I seen mean, Predator Two, but in one of the uh, one of the uh, Aliens vs. Predators books, um, that was actually like there were two that were sequels to enough to one another. Yeah. At the end, the Predator is dying, um, and before he dies, because um, he's got this gaping belly wound and is going to die, but the aliens have been killed too. He uh, he, bloods the uh, the female the, the, the female protagonist mm-hmm. uh, by by putting his hunter's mark on her forehead in alien blood. So I think I read that book that you're talking about. Actually, yeah. I read that there's a series and she like becomes this badass. And yeah, she becomes her. this total badass 
Yeah. She's, like, she's like a human predator, yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah, that was awesome. Because yeah. in the so, next book, she ends up getting picked up by some predators, and she's in there like, wait a second, that's... You know, that, that's, that's George's mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. Wait, no, that's not it. So, <laughs> the uh, predators, I think I would end up having to give it to them because they have <clears throat> greater than human strength. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, the sheer biology, they are bigger and stronger and more durable. This is true. I would end up giving it to the predators, too. Yeah. But I think it would be one hell of a fight. Yeah, it would be a hell of a fight. Because... The, because the Mandalorians, I think the Mandalorians <clears throat> would be smart enough to realize... Okay, one on one, we can't take one of these on. Yeah. We have to separate them out, and three of us on one. Yeah, and 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 also because you're dealing with Mandalorians um, as opposed to humans, you don't have the problem of massively disparate technologies. Mm -hmm. um, so I would think my my thought process would be that they would that it would be that one predator would win, mm -hmm. the other yeah. two would die. There would be some casualties on the predator. There would be, at least one. Yeah, predator there would, would at, at least one person would go. Well, at least one predator would go down, if not two. Yeah, that it seems like it's, it's more competitive if it's a squad fight than a one-on-one. -on -one. Right. Yeah. The because one human. One. Yeah. One Mando versus well, one human. Well, see, one human managed to take out a predator. Yeah. Yeah, but that's by being super crafty. Yeah, but that was Arnold fucking Schwarzenegger. Yeah, he did have plot armor. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, he's the Terminator. Yeah, right. He is the Terminator. Mr. Universe. Um, and Mr. Universe, yeah. So, you know. So and also, he did have his squad helping him set up the traps. That's true. He didn't set all of them up. Himself. I mean, you know, the no, ones that were still alive. At the end, he had to... Oh, yeah, him. you're right. <laughs> by that point, yeah, it was... That, by the, the time end. he figured out that mud tricked <laughs> their, you know, tricked their... Uh, Pizza vision, yeah. Yeah. Which doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. Really make any sense, but whatever. Yeah. Again, Hollywood magic... <laughs> yeah, and, and see, that's the thing is, is when you get when you get multiple people, predators seem to do better. You get one person against them, they are fucked. It's kind of counterintuitive. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, you well, you get one very good hunter. Well, I will say them. this: one logical aspect of that is that they they take the gloves off. When there's a tougher fight and when it's more people, when like the more weapons and like you know number of targets and stuff, they take that shit seriously. Right. Whereas they just kind of tend to toy around with like you know alone like mm, quarry I, sometimes. Actually, I think I've got to invert, uh, invoke the uh, the uh, conservation of kung fu rule. <laughs> I like the well, I, I've not heard of conservation of kung fu, but I have heard of the conservation of ninjutsu. Yeah, or yeah, um, whatever you want to call it. A single ninja by themselves. Is a total is a total wrecking powerhouse. An army of a hundred ninjas can be beaten by a man with a shotgun. Yeah, it, it makes no sense. Well, the more the, the more ninjas there are, the limit the, in the area, the less skillful each one of them is, because there can only be so much ninja skill <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a given area. Okay, so this is a physics thing. I guess. Yeah, it, that's it, why it's it, called the law of conservation of ninjutsu. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, law of conservation of kung fu or whatever you want to be. I mean that. That tracks from everything yeah. I've seen. Yeah. It's, it's a con it's a law of conservation of badass. If yeah. you've thrown a hundred guys at the at the at the one good guy. Okay, I've got an interesting heroic one-on-one uh, -on -one here. Okay, hold it for a second. I want him to finish this. Okay, um, do your thing. You, if basically, a hundred guys, you basically dispersed evil badass amongst a hundred hundred people. Yeah. So you've got a hundred one percenters. Hundred okay. people at one percent. Versus one good guy, 
Who's you have all of the good badass who is <laughs> yeah. one hundred at one hundred percent. I see. So yeah, it, the more the more you are, you got that. Spread that out. falls apart with the with the Expendables movies, but stuff. But then you know, well, when, then it comes down to it. Still comes down to Sylvester Stallone versus the yeah. the villain, um, who has at that point beat the crap out of you know everyone else. Everyone else. So. so Yes, yeah. I, I had a Eureka. Yeah, like a lot of things. So uh, we're going with uh, charismatic, kind of make it up as you go along types. Indiana Jones versus Star Lord. Oh, what are they doing? Yeah. I mean, they're just they're just fighting. Because if they're fighting, Star Lord wins. Because Star Lord has, has laser bolts, well, laser guns, tech. and rocket boots. Well, what, I, I, I mean, if you restrict it to basic tech. Indiana Jones versus Captain Jack Sparrow. Okay, how about this? There's that, that, that's that's actually a pretty fair contest. Well, where you could you could tweak you could tweak the Star Lord Indiana Jones thing, and instead of a straight up fight, it's like they have to go into some sort of area and get some sort of MacGuffin. Who who's better at getting said MacGuffin? Okay, okay, at the at the at the MacGuffin at, Yeah, at, at at recovering the MacGuffin. Yeah, that's a much harder. That's a much less. Yeah, if they're just fighting, Star Lord wins because lasers and rocket boots. Right. Um, <laughs> but if it's if it's uh, I don't know, maybe you could borrow some of that alien tech from his alien friends, right? Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Okay. Uh, no. I, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> It'll haunt your dreams. There's a movie called Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Sounds interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Is denial of status. I am entirely aware. I just I, I just refuse to acknowledge that movies exist. I understand. So MacGuffin recovery, I think, has to go to Doctor Jones. Yeah. I w- my instinct is to go with Doctor. Although Jones. here's here's my question. Yeah. Who takes longest to get captured? Because you know they both end up getting captured. Oh yeah, they're great at getting captured. Um, they both get caught. <laughs> I think that that, that uh, Star Lord is going to be better at getting captured. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Getting captured has got to go to the better comedic talent. Yeah. And Harrison Ford is not funny. Yeah, but they both. But but you know that both of them get caught. Both of them. Harrison get Ford can be funny. Mm-hmm. He can be funny. I like his ride delivery. Sometimes less is more. Yeah. But I will say this: you're definitely right about Star Lord being better at being captured because Exhibit A, beginning of Guardians, he doesn't even get out of the fucking place and he's getting captured. Well, no, he actually gets away. He actually gets yeah, away. He's, a, he's two planets away before he gets captured. Well, that's. And true. even then, it it takes. Uh, well, actually, then that's the exact opposite because Indian Jones barely makes it out of there, and then the guy's already up on his up in his shit. But he still doesn't. Well, he doesn't actually captured. get captured though. He doesn't he get just, captured. Yeah. Well, I guess Seriously. we're talking about losing the MacGuffin at that point. Well, no, Star Lord hangs onto it. Gosh, um, this is a horse race. <laughs> yeah, but you know, by but uh, yeah, still, and he makes it out with the MacGuffin. That's 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 point A. Yeah. But here's the thing. I don't know. Never mind. Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's hard to say. Yeah. I mean, Indy has the it has the education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he has the instincts, and he has the right attitude. He also has the hat. Has the. Hat. They both have daddy issues. That's for sure. Yeah. So you've got, but you know, there's a reason it's called the Indy ploy and not the Star Lord ploy. <laughs> Also, Star Lord. Star Lord is nothing like that in the comic books, but still. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, as as far as um, 
But if we're going with the movie, we're... we gotta go with the movie because I don't know jack shit about the comics. Yeah. Well, they changed a lot for the comics. Yeah. For yeah. the movie, I should say. Well, yeah. because Chris Pratt. But they did it. But I, I not not to take it away. Anything they did in the movies. Wait, really? Yeah. I love Garly, Guardians. Yeah. yeah. I'm really looking but forward to Guardians 2 in, like, what, next week? Jeez, it is next Time week. Time flies. Friday after next, yeah. Woo, yeah. <clears throat> That's my big, giant, awesome weekend of doing a lot of things. <laughs> I'm going to get a writer's conference. Yeah. So, yeah, MacGuffin Battle. MacGuffin Battle, and he wins, I think, I feel like he has the experience and the education, right? Yeah, he's got the experience and the education, um... You know, and, and again, he I think he's got the, the pure... Mo- you know what? I think he's better at taking a punch. I, if he takes a beating, it may not be a literal punch, but... Indy comes from a tougher time. Yeah, but... Yeah. Star Wars done all this high-tech stuff. I you know? literally just rewatched Guardians of the Galaxy before you guys came over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I was cooking and I wanted to watch a movie while I cooked. And two's coming up, so why not? Yeah, um... And I didn't get to. I didn't manage to get tickets for the double feature. Um, I wanted to so bad, but uh, Star Lord takes a huge beating, especially at the end of the movie, um, where they're storming the Dark Aster. He gets thrown that's, bodily that's into machines and keeps fighting. He is a tough son of a bitch. Yeah, but I still got to give it to Andy for. A I still have to give it to Andy too. But you can't yeah, say that closer than an yeah. initial glance. That's if fair. they get into a, if they if they if, if it was <coughs> Star Lord versus Indiana Jones in a fist fight, I'd actually give it to Star Lord. I don't know Indiana Jones versus Tank. I mean, well, yeah, but that's not a fist fight. <laughs> no, I'm but, talking about but, like but he, <clears throat> they but look at all the shit he went through with that tank. That's true. <laughs> I mean, they get run him against walls. <clears throat> um, yeah. It almost ran him over. I feel I like Indy would find a way to fight dirty and win. I feel like yeah. okay, let's, Indy, look, let's yeah. I, I, okay. Here, here's here's what I would say <laughs> to to further to further uh, to, to, to further my point. I would it, let's we'll put Star Lord and Indy in a boxing ring. Okay. Burn they go the no I'm even even gloves like actual <sighs> an actual boxing match. All right. They go the distance. Indy wins very slightly on points. Yeah, because Indy, Indy knows how to fight. Very slightly on points. Yeah. I'd have, actually... Mm. Mm. Because yeah. Star-Lord knows how to fight, too. Yeah. He knows how to fight, but he doesn't know how to... Okay. He, he knows how to fight. Yeah. Yes, Gamora kicks his ass, but that's because she is literally a killing machine. Yeah. Literally. Well, the reason I go back to that is that with boxing gloves, mm-hmm. um, your fighting style changes. Indy would have grown up and fought in Queensbury rules, yeah. and there's a specific reason this is actually the way that they do that. Um Indy would throw a punch differently than Star-Lord. It's true. Uh, he would throw a punch... He would throw a punch um, basically this way. Yep. Very Star-Lord, short jab. Very short jabs and then a haymaker. Star-Lord, I think, would throw a punch... Okay, when I say this way, 
that that's with the fist straight up and down. Yeah, the yeah. fist straight up and down because you're hitting with the you're basically really hitting with, with the, the bottom two knuckles back, on yeah, your the, hand. With the well, it's padding here. Star Lord. I love is, how you're punching and no one's going to see this. Right, Star Lord. Star Lord would punch with that twist of the wrist so that his fist was flat, yep. hitting with these two knuckles here, mm -hmm. the, with the, the, the top two knuckles, which, which robs you of a lot of your power. So if you're thinking, you know, in an actual fist-fist fight, mm -hmm. bare knuckles, Andy's, Andy would take it hands down, not because he can take a punch better, but because he can throw, a, I think he can throw a better punch. Mm, maybe. Um, because, you know, he's... Because of the, I still I still say in a boxing ring they would go the distance. They would go the distance, yeah, but I, I think I Andy agree. would hit him harder. I think Andy would have been basically he, he you know they would go well, the distance or he would it would be it would be a, a TKO in a late round like the twelfth thirteenth round. But yeah, I gotta um, give the MacGuffin to Andy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're probably running out of time at this point. I'm glad we got that one in there. Actually, yeah, we are, like, perfectly out of time then. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> Works out well. Sounds like well, it's hard to top that matchup, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, was a good way to go. that was a good one to go out on. Um, I hope that people enjoyed our insane ramblings. <laughs> we sure That's did. why they come here. Uh, in a couple weeks, we'll be talking about Guardians 2, obviously. Yes. Um, because... I think we're all really looking forward to it. I'd like to see if we yep. can talk about it the week after, uh, the Monday after it comes out, if possible. I don't know if that's possible or not. I'd, I'd like to. I'll try to see it while I'm up in Columbia. I'll I'll check uh, what theaters to recommend for you. I got a, I got family up there. Cool. But uh, we're all going to be actually in Brazil that weekend, so. Um, yeah. Anyhow, uh, this has been Neil. The one true Ben. And, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Geek Anthology. This podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by the letter L and the number 10. Opening theme is Ultra Mega Hyperstorm, and ending theme is March of the Mind, both by Kevin McLeod. If you enjoyed this podcast, or know someone who would, please consider sharing it on your social media, sending us an email, or leaving us a comment. We read all of them. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting us, either by donating at our website or on Patreon at patreon.com slash workingtheory. A final thought. I'm pretty sure Ben could take any of the rest of us in a fight. He's got the most guns. This podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by the letter L and the number 10. Opening theme is Ultra Mega Hyperstorm, and ending theme is March of the Mind, both by Kevin McLeod. If you enjoyed this podcast, or know someone who would, please consider sharing it on your social media, sending us an email, or leaving us a comment. We read all of them. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting us, either by donating at our website, or on Patreon at patreon.com slash workingtheory. A final thought. I'm pretty sure Ben could take any of the rest of us in a fight. He's got the most guns. <laughs>